Hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, we continue where we left off on the bottom of page 23b. So the Gemara said that if you have a karfuf, a place that's not a residential place, that what that's more than two saw, that's a larger space and a little more than 7,500 square feet. But it was surrounded to live. And if you, you build a home and then you build a wall to surround a home, then it doesn't matter how large of a space. It could be a million square feet. You're allowed to carry in it. It's only if it's, if it's an empty space and it was not meant to live or for daily usage, then the rabbis say that even though biblically it's a private domain, it's a walled-in enclosed area, but rabbinically you're not allowed to carry. So you think, mother discuss what if an area was, was, was a, a home and you build a wall around it and it's a very large space, but then you plant a garden. So he says... It depends. If it's the majority of the space is a garden, now you turned into a garden. So then it's like a garden, and if you surrounded it for a garden, not for a home, for a dwelling. And therefore, you're not allowed to carry in that entire space. But if you planted trees, then you are allowed. Even even if it's uh, it's even if it's a majority of the space, because that enhances the living. Trees, shade, fresh air. So the Gemara says, said, when did we say that if it's a majority, if it's a majority, if the area is planted, you're no longer allowed to carry in it. He says only if it was more than a space of two saw. Because a space of two saw, if you surround an area, it's not meant for living. So if it's more than two saw, you're not allowed to carry it. Rabbinically, you're not allowed to carry it. But if it's two saw and it's surrounded by a wall, so I, I would be able to carry in it. So therefore, I'm allowed to carry in the two saw and I'm allowed to carry in the rest of the courtyard. Like Rav Shimon says, that even though a courtyard and a carver are considered like two separate two separate type of areas. But nevertheless, he allowed to carry from one to the other. So the mother asked, wait a minute, even according to Shimon, since I planted in the majority of the area and only a minority of the area wasn't planted, so the minority is nullified to the majority. So therefore it's as if the entire area now has become considered like a karfuf a karfuf. So therefore the area now is larger than Tusah. If the entire area of the, if the minority area becomes attached to the majority, so it's as if the karfuf, as if the karfuf continues throughout the whole area. So it's a larger area than Tusah. So therefore I'm not allowed to carry. I'm not allowed to carry. So that's what you might ask. That's where we hold it. Mother asks, 
Let Abshimen Nami, the last line on the bottom of 23b, even according to Abshimen Kiv and the Nizirdeva, since you sowed and planted in most of the. Sorry, the area. So this minority area is nullified to the majority of Avali Karfuf, Yesun Besasayim. So now it's as if the entire Karfuf extends and there's a greater area than Besasayim. So you can't carry anywhere in this closed wall. You have to learn, this is what he said. When he said, that if you plant in the minority of the area, in the closed area, then you're allowed to carry. When do you say you're allowed to carry in the whole area, if only if the space is less than base society? Then I can carry in the entire area, including in the garden. But if it's only if it's less than two saw, a base asayim, but if this minority area in its own right is two saw, is around seven, a little more than 7,500 square feet of planted area, then also, then I'm not allowed to. Why? Like the rabbis say, yes, it's considered like an independent area. And yes, I would be able to carry within the karfuf if it was only a karfuf and it was surrounded. But since it all, there's also a courtyard and the courtyard is now open to the karfuf and the karfuf is now open to the courtyard, according to the rabbis, I'm not allowed to carry from one to the other. And since they're both open to each other, therefore I can't carry in either of them. Consider each one of them like, like its own domain. And even if there's no one living there, but they, but they forbid to carry from one to the other. The rabbis say the utensils that are in the courtyard are not allowed to carry, even if it belongs to the same owner, I'm not allowed to carry to the, to the roof, I'm not allowed to carry to the karfuf. Each one is considered its own, its own space. Since these two are completely open to each other and each one is considered a, a, a domain that forbids the carrying from one to the other, therefore they forbid each other as well. That you're not allowed to carry anywhere in this courtyard. Not in the courtyard and not in the in the garden. But if it's less than two saw, even though the rabbis say you're not allowed to carry from a karfuf to a chatzar, so what's the difference? So then even if it's less than two saw, so why, why would you allow to be ca- carried? So he says, because since it's a minority of the enclosed area, initially the whole area was enclosed around the home for dwelling. It's later on that I planted the garden. And it's only a minority of the space. So the minority is nullified to the majority. So in this case, since it's an insignificant portrait of the larger implanted area, it's nullified, and therefore you can carry it everywhere, including in the garden and in the court. But if it's too saw, so it has an independent space of its own, therefore the rabbis say now it's independent, it's significant, it's not cancelled, even though it's a minority. So the 
therefore it has its own space and therefore since it's open the courtyard and the carver are open to each other so they both you're not allowed to carry in either Rabbi says the same thing, but he says Rabbi Huna is coming to be lenient. That if it's a minority of the space, an insignificant part of the space, you allow them. This is only true. This is only true. If it's too saw, then you are allowed. Abshimon considers the space as it's interchangeable, it doesn't matter. He doesn't consider them as three separate spaces the roof, the carpet, the courtyard. He says you'll have to carry from one to the other. So I don't care if it's two saw, only if it's more than two saw. So then, even if it's more than two saw, then you're not allowed to carry in the carpet. The carpet itself becomes forbidden, even if it's encircled. So then, therefore, you're not allowed to carry in the carpet. You're not allowed to carry in the courtyard. The whole the whole place becomes forbidden. Now, all of this has a very practical application. When you, they make a native, when the rabbis make a native you know, around the town or an area that has large gardens, you have parks, gardens, botanical gardens, or fields, or even unusable lots. They're forbidden carpet. And therefore, they would prohibit the rest of the area, enclosed area. Like we said, if it's more, if it's more than a karf, if it's more than two saw, it's more than 7,500 square feet, then it's, then it's a problem. And you would have to make a special sort of to, to wall off the garden from the rest of the area. That's simple. There are some rabbis that wanted to be lenient in case where there are cities that are literally walled, have proper walls. A city that have proper walls, then they cannot cancel those walls. In other words, the homes were built and then they build walls to surround the homes. Yeah, but then it becomes a problem. Let's say the park itself has its own wall. The leniency is only based on the idea that the walls also, also protect also the garden. But if the, the garden has its own walls, those walls weren't made for a dwelling place. In other words, if this, there's a whole city and then you're surrounded by walls, you can't say that the garden suddenly nullifies and now it's considered as if, I, as if I'm out living there. What do you mean? It's a city, I'm living. But if the garden has its own walls, surely those walls weren't made for living. Those walls were made to protect the, uh, um, of the garden. And therefore, then the garden now prohibits the whole city. So it's, it's very problematic. Those who make an native really have to know these laws, these laws very, very well. Okay. If you planted, even though you planted in most of the area, 
It's like a courtyard and you're allowed because it's all for the purpose of dwelling. It enhances the dwelling. It doesn't nullify or cancel uh, the, the, the dwelling. It's only if it's made in rows, made properly, not haphazardly. If the trees were planted beautifully, then it, then it enhances. Even if it's not, even if it's haphazard. visited. He saw that he had trees, many trees. They were not planted in rows, in order. And they were carrying in the whole enclosed area. And it was a larger space. And this was the same idea. It was a home. Then they built a wall. And then they added the trees. But the trees took up the majority of the space. And they were in and out of order. And nevertheless, he continued to carry. Don't you hold what Avimi said? That it's only if it's planted in rows. Then you're allowed to. He says, I hold, I hold like Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman argues. He says, it's okay, even if it wasn't planted in rows. What if you have a karfuv that's more than Beisasai and it wasn't surrounded for a dwelling place? It was a karfuv, an empty lot or a lot, not for dwelling purposes. How do you fix it? And then you want to build a home there, but it's too late. Because in order to be able to carry, first you have to build a home and then you have to build a wall. Here's too late, I already built a wall. So what do you do? So he says, you make a breach in the wall more than 10 amas. If it's 10 amas, then it's not a breach. It's considered an entranceway, a door, a path. But if it's more than 10 amas, it breaks the whole entire wall. And then and then when you build, rebuild it, then I, it's as if I build a home first and then I build a wall. So it works for the whole wall. I don't have to tear down the whole wall. It's enough to tear down a little more than 10 amas and you're good to go. And rebuild it and you're good to go. You might ask the question, what if Parat's Amma Vagadar Amma? You take down one Amma at a time. You take down an Amma, like a foot and a half, and then you rebuild it. Then you take down the next foot and a half, the next row, the next column, and you rebuild it. Until by the time you're done, you've repatched, you rebuilt a whole section that's more than 10 Ammas. So the question is, there was never a point where the wall was missing more than 10 Ammas. You, fix, you tore it down and you fixed it. You tore it down you took one little strip at a time. On the other hand, I have more than 10 amas. That's a brand new wall. So I look at it as an entire new wall, as if it was breached, because the more than 10 amas of the old wall is gone. And that would be enough to nullify the whole wall, even though practically it was never gone at the same time. Or no, I look at the practically, was it gone at the same time or not? And since it wasn't, I never lost the wall. The wall was never breached. So, so I, didn't, I didn't change the status of the wall. Amalei, so he answered. Lav Hainut Nan, isn't this? Isn't this the Mishnah? Isn't this what we learn in the Mishnah? That all the uh, utensils that belong to an owner, when does the utensil 
ceased to be a utensil, that if it, was, if it was contaminated, then, then the utensil breaks, it's no longer considered a utensil, then it's no longer impure. So he says, <laughs> means if there's a hole large enough for a pomegranate to slide right out, to fall out, then it's garbage. If it's a smaller hole, yes, I can't use it to hold liquid, but I can use it, I can still use it for storage. An owner will, will use everything that he has to the last. But if it already has a hole that even it can't even hold a pomegranate, then, then you discard it, then it's junk. So then it's no longer utensil and it's no longer impure. What if it had a hole enough to dislodge an olive, a small olive? And I patched it, and then and then I made it, there was another hole, and then I made another hole the size of an olive, and then I patched it. Until when I patch, the patch is as the, the, the size of enough that a, human, uh, a pomegranate were able to sl- slip out. So the same question. Practically, there never was a moment when you had such a hole. Because the moment you had the small hole, you patched it. On the other hand, when you remove the new patch, you have a hole the size of a pomegranate. So it's like a new vessel. So it's like a brand new vessel. The old vessel, the old vessel is rendered is rendered useless because the old what's left of the old vessel by itself in its own right couldn't hold the pomegranate. So I would consider it junk. The only reason I'm keeping it is because of the patch. So it's like a brand new vessel. So the old impurity leaves. That was the question. Same question. Rabbi taught us. He says, Rabbi, my teacher, Shanisalan, you yourself have taught us the following mission. Chizkiah was Rabbi Yechanan's teacher. He says, Rabbi, you yourself answered yourself, you answered your own question by, you yourself taught us. You taught us the Mishnah, was you taught us this Mishnah which will answer your question. A sandal which has like two ears, one on each side that you use to hold hold the foot. One of the ears fell off. he repeared it. Medris is still Tommy Medris. If it was impure before, Tommy Medris is anything that a zav, a zava has gonorrhea, or a zava. So any anything that he sits on or she sits on and leans on and steps on, that in itself becomes a source of imp- of impurity. So if the sandal, something that he stepped on and he leaned on, so the sandal itself becomes a source of impurity and could impart impurity to a human being, to a person, and to a utensil. So even though one of the sandals tore off. But I can still wear the shoe with the other with the other ear. It, the, the sandal is still usable, so it's still the utensil. So the original impurity never departed; it never lost its status as a utensil. And then you fix that that ear, and then nifsekoshniyevatik, and then the second ear broke off, and he repaired it. 
So even though now I have two full ears and I can use the sandal, the original impurity is gone. Because there's nothing left of the, of the original shrew, the two ears are gone, and a, and a sandal without the original, original ear doesn't have, is not a sandal. It's not something that, that uh, you would wear, use as a sandal. So therefore that impurity is gone. Even though when the second ear was off, I already put it off, I already fixed the first one. But it doesn't matter, that's like new. That's not the original. So if you remove the two ears that you fixed, what's left from the original, there's nothing left that's useful, it's no longer useful as a sandal, so therefore that impurity is gone. What's left is Abutami Mega Maga Medras. It remains Tame as having touched the Medras. Why? Here Rashi says because even the sandal itself has some usage. Not for as a sandal, to, to wear as a shoe, as a sandal, but it has a usage, other usage. So it's still a utensil, not for the impurity of of of, of a tummy medris, because it's no longer has no longer no longer any usage as a shoe as a sandal, but for other usage. So therefore, when when the moment that the second ear was cut off, at that moment, it was still attached. It touched the sandal. So the sandal is impure, by, is, 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 has the status of something that was touched by a source of impurity. So it's like a told, an offshoot. It receives impurity. It doesn't have the power to transmit impurity to a person or to a utensil, but it received impurity. That's what Rashi learns here. Rashi, we had this in Shabbos, Rashi changed his mind and said, no. The reason why the sandal itself is impure is because since he fixed the first ear, so even when the second ear is torn off, the sandal could still be used as, as a sandal. It still has usage as a sandal. If both ears are off, it's useless. But since it has a fixed the first ear that fell off, that tore off, so it's still, it, the sandal is still a sandal. So when I tore off the second ear, and yes, the original both ears are both torn off now, and therefore it loses its status as a sandal, the sandal that originally received the impurity of a medris, of a source of a father of tumma, of a source of impurity, that's gone. But the moment it became detached, that moment it touched the sandal and therefore it imparts the impurity of touching, of being touched by a source of impurity. And you explain to us, what is the difference? Why is it when the first year broke off, the sandal remains tummy as a medrash? Why? Because the kaimashniya, because the second year is still present. So it's still useful as a shoe. So So when the second ear tore off, you still, the first one now is fixed. So the shoe is still a shoe. And you explain to us, because it's a new ear, it's a new face. It's not the same sandal that received the impurity. Those two ears that were there and received the impurity are both gone. 
These are new. If you remove the new, I wouldn't have a sandal anymore. So therefore, it's not considered, even though practically, technically, there was never a moment when the sandal wasn't a sandal. So, Achinami, this answers our question here too. Your question, our Panim Chadash is Baalakan. That, yes, true, you, the hole was just the size of an olive, one little hole at a time. But if you add up all the holes, and now you look at the patch, if you remove the patch, the, from the old vessel, there's a hole big enough for the, for the pomegranate to fall out, so there's nothing left of the old vessel. The old vessel is garbage. This is a brand new, rebuilt vessel, so the old impurity is gone. Chizki was so impressed with this answer. Kodilin, Chizki is called. Rabbi Eichanon, he said, Rabbi Eichanon, les den bar enesh. This is not a mortal. This is not a mere mortal. His thinking is so divine, is so godly, his understanding. Yigidamri, others say, he says, kugain den bar nash. He says, oh, this is a great person. Amar Now the Gemara is discussing a different type of karp. There was a back lot that's behind houses. And the houses had no doorway. There was no back door to the back lot. And we're talking about a back lot that was larger than Tucson. So since it's not directly accessible from the houses, its enclosure is not for residential purposes, it's for its own purpose, and therefore it's too large, it's bigger than two saw. The rabbis say you're not allowed to carry. Only four amas. Even though it's fully enclosed. But if he opens an entrance, then you're allowed to carry in the whole back lot. Since you, you made an entrance, it's permissible, now it becomes part of the house. And this is only true. First, you open the door and then you made the wall. If first you make a wall and then you build a home and then you open an entrance, it doesn't help. Obviously, we know that. If you make a, if you build a home and then you make a wall, it's only if you make a home, if you build a wall and then and then you build a home. It's not called, the enclosure is not called being enclosed for a house. So just because I opened the door, obviously it won't help. Nachman's ruling is talking about a case where there's a granary behind the house, a place that stores the grain after it's threshed. And, um, you know, it's ready to be grinded. So you, you, you have a granary, a storage. So Mao, the time I would say, so... So even so I would think that even though first he opened the door and then he built a wall, I would say it's for, forbidden. Why would it be forbidden? Because the opening he made, the entrance he made to be able to access the granary, not for using. He didn't have a mind for usage for dwelling. So even though when he later on he enclosed the area. It wasn't for the purpose of accommodating the residential use of the yard. It was only for the granary, to protect the granary. Kamash Malan, no. That the intention is both. The intention is to protect the granary, and the intention is also to use the back lot for dwelling purposes. That's why he made a door, so he could be able to go out, not only to watch his granary, but to go out and to use the backyard. 
Now the Gemara discusses more than two saw was enclosed for residential purposes. But then when the Smalimayim became full of water, the rabbis thought that it should have the same law as plants. That's, that makes the Karfuf unsuitable for residential use, if it's the majority of the Karfuf, it has the same laws like we learned earlier. The brother of Rab. The son of Ramasharshia told the rabbis, this is what we say in the name of Rav, water, the flooded area is like a carfa planted with trees, and carrying is allowed. says, with the only if the water is, 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 is um, it's fit for use, it's, it's drinkable. Because that's the best for, for water for living, to be able to drink. You have water that you can drink, plenty of water. If the water is not fit for drink, then not. Then it, it has a law of like a garden and um, it cancels. It's no longer considered fit for, for residential purposes. It says, Even if the water is fit for usage, it's only if the flooded area. If it's deep part, covers no more than two base saw. Deep part meaning if it's the part that's ten tefachim deep. The part that's ten tefachim deep, a little more than two and a half feet, it covers no more than two base saw. But if it covers more, then it has the status of a vegetable garden, and um, it's forbidden. It's not true. It's the equivalent amount of produce. If you have a mound of produce in your in your area that's surrounded in your house, in the backyard, in the courtyard, it doesn't uh, change the area and now suddenly it makes it unusable. It doesn't matter the height or the amount of area it covers. You can have a mound, a huge mound, very high, with many fruits. So too, the water-covered area, even though it's deep and it covers a large area, if it's drinkable, it does not render the space unusable. Okay, now the Gemara discusses a very interesting case. There was this back lot in Pumnar. One side it opened to a mavi, an alleyway of the town. The Chadgis and the other side have a pesuach and the other side of this back lot was open to a path through vineyards. And the vineyard path itself went all the way to the bank of a river, which had the height of ten Now this back lot was larger than two saw, and therefore you're not allowed to carry it. Now the mouth of the mavu was completely open to the back lot, as was the entrance to the path. So therefore now both these areas became forbidden, because they're open to a karfu, which is forbidden. The mavu itself you would be allowed to carry, even though the mavu only has two walls. He said it's open to the back lot, and the other side is open to the, to the public street. 
So it's only, it's a mavi, it's open. No, but so then you make a tzuras pesach and the, and the part open to the street, you make a, a full tzuras pesach a doorpost. So the mavi itself will be allowed. And the vineyard itself will be allowed because it also has three, it's enclosed by three walls. The, the wall of the river, ten tvachim. And you have the two walls of the vineyard by the vineyard. But the problem is, since the, both the, the alley and the pathway of the vineyard are both open to a back lot, which is larger than Tusa, and in that you're not allowed to carry, so now you're not allowed to carry in all three spaces. So I'm going to buy you. Abai says, hey, how can we fix this? How can we permit you to carry in this area? They don't want to break down the wall. Level them, because to break down the wall and to rebuild it, like I said earlier, was too expensive. So now they wanted to make a residential use for this back lot, but it was too late. It was already surrounded by a wall. It's only permitted if first you make the residential use and then you build the wall. Now to take apart the wall, more than 10 amas of the back lot and rebuild it, to make it like new, as if it's surrounded from the new after you made it into a residential area. Well, that was, also, that was also very, very, very difficult because, you know, it was too expensive, it was too hard. So what should we do? So he says, Abaya says, I'm going to buy If you're going to add a wall by the river, what have you accomplished? You already have a, have a wall there. You already have the wall of the river. So just because you add to an existing wall, it doesn't add anything. It doesn't, it's not a, it's not, it doesn't change anything. And if you want to make a tzudas a, a, a full doorpost at the mouth, at the entrance of the vineyard path. So now it serves as a new enclosure of the back lot. You don't need, the back lot doesn't need a Surah Pesach. The back lot has four walls. And the entranceway of the vineyard is, 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 ten, is not more than ten amas. But since it allows them to carry in the vineyard path, because the vineyard path is like closed by three walls, but it still needs uh, something to permit you, you need something on, on the opening. For them to be, for them to be allowed to carry, because they are totally breached and open into the back lot. They don't have any, anything that distinguishes them. So yes, they can make a lechi, they can make a, a kaira, but they can also make a tzuras pesach. So if you're going to make a tzuras pesach, since it already helps the people in the vin, in the in the path of the vineyard, if someone lives there, it helps them to carry there. So therefore, it should also be good. Consider the wall for the back lots, as if I made a new wall. The problem is, the camels on the way to the river to drink would topple the Tzuras HaPesel. It's not going to last. Make a lechi at the entranceway of the path between the vineyard and the vineyard. So in, where it opens up to the back lot, in order to enable you to carry in the vineyard path, 
it's not enough that it has three walls, you have to make a lechi. So since the lechi is considered like a wall, a fourth wall, so now it's also considered the wall of the back lot. So it's, I, it's as if first I built for a dwelling and then I surrounded it with a new wall. And here it's a lechi. A lechi could be flimsy, slight. I'm not worried that the camels are going to topple it over. Since it helps the enclosing of the vineyard path, Rava, however, disagreed with Abaya. Why? Rava says, People won't realize that the only reason why a lechi helps in the case of the vineyard path is because there's three walls, the wall of the river. Since people can see the river wall, it looks like it's totally open on both sides. So if they say, if a lechi is enough to allow you to carry in the vineyard path, they're going to come to uh, allow you to carry with one lechi, even if, if it's a totally open, open path from both sides, and there is no river on the other side, there is no third wall. And they can say, hey, in this case we saw that the bias said that you can just put a lechi and that enables you to carry. So that would work in any um, fully open alleyway. It's when it's open on both sides, you only have two side walls. You put a lechi at the entrance from the back lot to the mavoi, to the alleyway. Since a lechi helps for the rechava, since it helps for the alleyway, so too it helps for, for the back lot. Why, why does the Mavi need a lechi? Because till now it was forbidden because the Mavi was completely open to the back lot. So even though it's, oh, it's closed on three sides because it has two side walls and in the open part facing the streets, the public street, you have a Tzuras HaPesach, you have a full-blown uh, doorpost. But even if it's enclosed on three sides, I still need a lechi on the fourth side to enable me to carry it. So since the lechi helps me to carry in the mavoi, so therefore now it works also as a wall for the back lot. And it's as if the wall was built after it was designated for, uh, for usage, for dwelling. Therefore, therefore, Tilt of a Masagufa Shadi in the Mavi of the town, I'm allowed to carry. Tilt to Liber Chava Gufa Shadi. Now I can carry even in the back lot, even though it's more than two saw, because now it's been surrounded after I designated for usage for uh, for a dwelling, for regular purposes. The question is, am I allowed to carry from the town to the back lot, from the back lot to the mavi of the town? So we have an argument. Ravacha says it's forbidden, and Ravina says it's allowed. Why the one who says, Ravina says you're allowed, like the Yudin? Because there are no people living in the back lot that should that should prohibit those in the mavi. So it's like an extension of the rishus of the of the mavi of the alleyway, the people living in the alleyway. They use it. They want to use it for a dwelling. So it's like one it becomes like one like one extension. 
and the people living in the uh, in the uh, in the vineyard and the in the uh, path of the vineyard, open to the path of the vineyard. They cannot prohibit those in the Mavi to carry in the alley. Why? Because it's like uh, we had learned earlier. If a small courtyard opens totally into a bigger courtyard, so the small courtyard is not allowed to carry because they're totally open. They don't have a third post. There's no post in the entrance to the larger courtyard. The, the, the larger courtyard, they're allowed to carry because they do have posts. On the, on the side, on the right, on the left of the opening of the small courtyard, they have sides, and those sides are like, are like posts. So they are separate and apart. So therefore, the alleyway and the courtyard are considered like, and the, and the back lot are considered like one, and they're allowed to carry from the, court, from the uh, back from the lot to the alleyway. And um, the, the, uh, the path in the vineyard is considered separate. Manda Osa, Ravacha says he's not allowed to. He says, Zimman David Yonin, Russell Taltuli. He says he's worried because occasionally it's going to happen. You will be residents who will come to live in the back lot. And people will continue to carry and not realize that now you're not allowed to. Now each one is its own independent domain. And therefore, you can't carry from one to the other unless you make an Erev. Everyone have a good day. We continue tomorrow.